What do you call uh, the Jewish holiday where everybody's tired? Friday night. Yom Kippur. Oh, oh no. Man. You should oh. be ashamed of that. Oh, I am. Is that punny? Is that too punny for That's you? That's so punny. Hey, now the Israelis are now boycotting this show. Good. So am I. <laughs> when did you stop boycotting this? <laughs> Do you think we're not woke enough? Uh, we are not woke enough. I'm plenty woke. Let me grab the new Easter hat. I like it. Goes with Buck's shirt. I'm as unwoke as it comes. You're the least woke. Right. Are you sleepy? <laughs> I am. I am. Have you had any good ideas lately? Uh, I did. I did. But I forgot them. <laughs> yeah, my cat. This is a, this is a true story. It's gonna sound funny, but I. She bought these brain pills that are supposed to help with brain. Prevagen. Yeah, but you're supposed to take them before you go to bed. Okay. So, lo and behold, they're on my nightstand, and what do you think happens? I fucking forget half the time to take them. Like, they're not working. Because <laughs> I keep forgetting to take them. Accurate. So, see the seafood trays open, bro? I had heard a rumor. Eight third or day. And? Delicious. Shrimp still got heads on them? Uh, so they didn't have that, and that, those aren't shrimp, those are crawfish. They, no, they have shrimps with the heads on them, too. I disagree. On that shrimp bar? I disagree. I'll go there right now. You won't. They're closed. But we'll break in. I'll find a shrimp with a head on it. You know what they did have today, though? The half of a crab that you Nope. Just... They don't have that uh, at lunch. Oh. So, like, no carved beef, no full crabs. Uh, Speaking of full crabs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> scratchy, scratchy. Uh, that whole back wall there, yeah. that had nothing on it. But everything else was the same. So it, it was not jello? Made to order hibachi and soup. Oh, all right. Okay. I was like, so you got the table with the jello and the pudding? <laughs> <laughs> that's no, that's it, Chinese pudding. It was everything that you would normally have, except for the carved beef and the crab. Oh, okay. Like the stuff they put on it. But what they did have, which was a little off-putting, was a, uh, a hot pan uh-huh. of chicken feet. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Did you try one? No. No, I don't eat nothing's foot. What the fuck? Why would you eat that? There's no meat on it. Chicken feet. Chicken feet. That's that'd be. I, you know, I had yesterday liver. <laughs> I am not surprised no, in the least. But listen, I have a medical reason now. Okay. So I got some of my tests back. Good news and bad news. The good news is my cholesterol is down. The bad news is my sugars are slowly killing my kidneys. I got to get on that. And I was slightly <laughs> slightly anemic. right? Not bad, but yeah. slightly anemic. So they said, you need stuff that has iron in it. So they gave me a list and it had spinach, asparagus, and liver. As much as you eat liver, I have a hard time believing you have an iron deficiency. Yeah, nobody's ever eaten more uh, liver in, in their history. life. I only get it like in six history. times a year. Hannibal Lecter didn't eat as much well, liver. Well, I must talk to you immediately after you, you eat you liver do. every time. So we went to Myers yesterday, and I had a choice to make. And it was their prime rib day yesterday, 
And then they, I was looking at their pizza burger because you know Meyer's restaurant is owned by Sal. I did Papa that. Luigi's, yeah. Mm. So they had this, this, the Papa Luigi pizza burger, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll do the pizza burger instead. And then it was hemming and hawing between the prime rib and the pizza burger, and then I just got diverted by the liver, and I'm like, you know, I need the iron. So boom, liver it was. I've never been in the Meyer, so I didn't even know they had a restaurant. So that's all news to me. Well, so apparently when Papa Luigi's opens up, the old one, the old the South Milwaukee one, yeah, the wrestling is going to be downstairs, right? And instead of making it a Papa Luigi's location, it's going to be another Myers location. And that's going to be a fall thing. Mm-hmm. So, has he said anything about? Him? Yeah. Oh, all right, good. Yeah, he's like, whatever you do. Don't tell late I'm running shows. <laughs> he just shows up, and then I feel bad not using him. He just pulls in, brings his bag in, puts his boots on, and I'm like, well, fuck. I gotta do something with him now. I don't ever remember actually even booking him, and next thing I know, he's in a match. Right. I, don't, I don't know what's going on. So... This Skyler Traber, is he an axe murderer? Oh, for sure. Skyler Traber? Yeah. You've heard some of his questions. Well, we got some right of his on questions. We're, show. Gonna, we're gonna talk about him because he's the only one who sends anything to us. Yeah, we gotta become we gotta get become influencers in the water. You you want me to twat more? Yeah, because our show so fucking Breezy's getting paid because she's viral because she was talking about some parenting class she took. And she's like got the fucking attention span of a flea and somehow enough people follow her stupid post that she got to check for Get her money. Maybe I could. Because I don't understand it. Hey, you know what's really good for bringing up your kids? Violent wrestling. We don't really talk about violent. Children love violent wrestling. Violent wrestling? What? Uh, is the phone ringing? What was I talking Violent wrestling. <laughs> it's good for children. Now, let me give you a, let me give you a breezy story. So, you're not going to believe what happened at work. So, this chick, she was arguing with the boss because she doesn't like to, to have to go and clean the make line. And, you know, the make line gets so gross sometimes because you never know what the night crew is going to do. And they don't really pay attention. This one guy's on drugs, you know, and he, like, his drug dealer used to know the guy who was in uh, uh, that one band, uh, the Guffs. I think, I think they were the Guffs. I don't know, it was before my time. And I really want to play a guitar. Those are her you stuff. just told me every story I've ever heard from a woman in my life. <laughs> all, all you're trying to get from here to here, point A to point B, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a one, a one and a half, a one and three quarters, two, mm-hmm. two and a half. Like it just takes a month to get there, man. I, I know I was a young man. A young penny? Man. No. <laughs> is, is this a Guffler reference? Is that no. what you're going back to? No. Okay. But uh, with my ex-fiance, there were points where she would come home from work and start telling stories and I'd listen and then I'd zone out and mm-hmm. follow mm-hmm. something else and then I'd come back and she'd still be talking and I'd have to figure out what she had just said in that 20 minutes that I completely left the conversation yeah did you just do like some nodding in between no no I don't even think not even that not even like a man that sucks <laughs> no, I was too young mm. it was just a blank stare just a blank stare away. And yeah, because I've learned how to throw in a... Hmm. 
Now that my wife doesn't listen to this show anymore, I feel perfectly comfortable in telling you. Sometimes when she's telling me work stories in my head, I'm like, just stop it. Yes. Just take it yes. home. So you're 100% right. Because like, I don't tell Catherine work stories. I just tell her, yeah, today sucked. My boss said this, this. It's a 30-second story. Okay. This is Catherine. So I'm building this mod, and I was trying to get the SKUs from the FXK, like insider shit. I don't know what a fucking FXK is. Fuck are you telling me? And the story will be twenty minutes long. I was with a fluffer and he was on the jib. <laughs> I mean like my whole day story was, yeah, my boss was an asshole. I don't know how I'm gonna get this shit done, and I really wanna fire Carlos. Okay. But it's not because his name is Carlos. No. Okay. But it doesn't help. No, it's because his last name is Rodriguez. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we should start. All right, let's do this. We've been recording for about nine minutes. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. And love and tradition of the grand design, some people say, is even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic clue inside this gentle Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Ross Family Matters podcast. We're not in our normal location. We are on location today in a secluded uh, Bayview lo- uh, locale. Uh, we're on a run from the law. So anyway. <laughs> you know what you can always count on the Ross family for? Being on location. Yes. Or secluded. Promo shoots, yeah. podcasts. True. Being secluded or banned. <laughs> right. Well, I'm banned. Right. I'm banned too. From where? Uh, where am I banned from now? I don't know. Where are you banned? Uh, I'm banned from Legacy, right? Well, that's what you say. Well, that's, Why would you be banned from Legacy? I don't know. I got all these jobs. I'm very busy. I'm getting banned from feds and cities. Well, you don't work on the 4th of July, do you? Uh, I do. I do. Oh, well, that sucks for you. Anyway, I'm Hotshot <laughs> Scott Williams, joined by Jiggy Jack Spade and Victor Stick Ross. I probably know his leg. We have a, a lot to talk about. Yes, we are some hard-working fellas, uh, but we work hard and we play... Moderately. Moderately, weird. mildly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We've, got, oh, we've got a lot to talk about, <laughs> um, including what our July wrestling calendar may are look like. Are you dropping like. quiet ones, or is that just Oh, no, that's not me. Over That's just hello. his. It's floating over. It's kind of like the Chernobyl cloud I was talking about. <laughs> Check the Geiger counter on my ass. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, maybe our producer will like drop some of these little nuggets in our best of CD. They still make CDs. He wanted me to know that uh, he does listen. Oh, good. Because he cut out the part where I said he was getting fatter on the lash. Oh. <laughs> oh, so he's at, so he's censoring. Us. He's uh, yeah. He's yeah. he's listening, but only for his name. And really. he's <laughs> and he's not even censoring us for for being non woke. He's censoring us for calling him no, thick. He's, he's fine with that. He's fine with that last part. So you said we had some questions from our audience. Yeah. 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 Uh, did we want to go through Can our calendar Can I ask, is this, um, is this 89 or 90? This is 80. They just put 89 up. Yeah, this, so is, this is 88. Or 88, 88 up. Oh, then, then this would okay. be 89, right? Yeah. So this is the... James Jones? Oh, James Jones. Mark Chamorro. Mark Chamorro. Oh, yeah. We should not 
Let this be the March Mara episode. By the way, you won't. You probably will not get this reference, but when we get to ninety, we can call it our Nebworth ninety show. MTV sponsored a huge concert in 1990 in Nebworth, which I think is in Scotland. Don't quote me on that. Nebworth 90. You know what? Well, let's see who played it. Oh, I don't have my phone with me. It's charged. Oh, no. Yeah. Nebworth? Ne- Nebworth. Ne- like with a B? Like K- K-N-E-B-W-O-R-T-H. What? Nebworth. Nebworth. Right, right. Right, isn't it? 90. <laughs> Nebworth 90. 90 uh, bands. Yeah, let's see who played this illustrious. And while that gets looked up, I just want to mention that uh, we had a lovely weekend in lacrosse last week. Yeah, I wish I could go to some of these. And we hit the steak buffet, which is reopened now. I wish I could go to that. And I wish they were (laughs) our sponsor. Yeah. (laughs) Me too. Maybe they could deliver a steak from the cross. And I wish Buck would quit fucking around and pretending like he lost his pay envelope and kicking his fucking share. I'm broke. All right. <clears throat> so let's Did see. Did you find it? Yeah, well, I found a, some stuff about Nebworth 90 okay, here. Cool. It included the performances of artists, including Pink Floyd. Oh, oh. Ooh, that's good. Okay. Cliff Richard and the Shadows. That's not good. Uh, Tears for Fears. That's, that's uh, good. That's good. Yeah. Eric Clapton. That's cocaine. Dire, <laughs> dire Straits. Uh, yeah. Yep. Elton John. Okay. Paul McCartney. Wow, this is a big show. Ray Cooper. I don't know who that is. Uh, Robert Plant with Jimmy Page. Oh. And I would imagine Jason Bonham. Yeah, probably. He's probably there. Status Quo. Mm-mm. Not sure no. who that is. And Phil Collins with Genesis. Damn, that's that's a, a big part. show. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. So certainly worth honoring Nebworth ninety. Yeah. And Nebworth is that in Scotland? Neb Nebworth is uh, it in it's England. It's its own place. Oh, it's, yeah. actually, it was a festival that happened a lot of times. Oh, okay. Uh, so, but ninety was obviously the one MTV decided to. It, it first happened in seventy four. Okay. Uh, the main acts were the Allman Brothers and the Doobie Brothers. Mm-hmm. A lot of brothers. Taking it to the street. Taking it to the, the street. <laughs> there was a song that completely ripped that off. Um, the, 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 whole, the whole What a Fool Believes. It was uh, uh, Steal Away, that song. Why don't we steal away? It's like Robbie Dupree. Play it once and tell me it's not what a fool believes. Completely ripped them up. There's even some guy in the background trying to be Michael McDonald in that song. <laughs> Let's be honest. Who isn't trying to be Michael McDonald? Well, I mean, I'd kill for that voice. I'd still be working. Tell me. No, just listen to when it picks up here. Tell me this isn't what a fool believes. We don't own this. Uh, obligatory message. We, we don't do not own this. this. Nobody's listening. And if Michael McDonald sued him, he wouldn't own this either. Oh, yeah. Hear it? I do yeah. hear it. Completely oh, ripped him off. Not Michael McDonald. I'm Matt McDonald. I ate at McDonald. Yes, the whole beat. This sounds like it should be opening a TV show. Maybe it did. 
Steal Away, starring Greg Evergan. <laughs> <laughs> and Buddy Epson as Mole. We're also recording far later than usual, so... Yeah, so it's going to devolve into weirdness. The jokes aren't as crisp. Take them. <laughs> They're free. <laughs> so, 1989 was a great year. Okay. Because I was... Yeah, we're uh, doing, we're no, doing year I got up. married in 1989. Uh, well, oh, I thought we were going back to the stories of you stupid in the back of a car. <laughs> oh, you, you want those stories? <laughs> we While you're a, married? We had one. No. When I was married, it was... Well, maybe... Stupid in a marital bed. Yeah, in a water bed. <laughs> we were just talking about water beds. Yes, I really? want to sleep on a water on bed. They're not fun. Like they no. were fun when you were nineteen and you thought it was cool. You know what? If I laid on a water bed now, I'm probably not getting out because your back's gonna hurt. Yes, yes, that's what I was saying. And I said, if you ever want to fuck your back up, get yourself a water bed. Yeah, yeah, it's the shits. Now my mom and stepdad had a water bed that was a little bit more firmer. Like it was like these two. Like it was different. Right, okay. but the one I had was your traditional, yep, like wavy ass waterbed. This yep. big bastard said he had a twin waterbed. A twin? Twenty fucking four years ago. Yeah, I weighed a hundred pounds less. Well, and still, I've never seen a twin. Oh, it's a twin. It's a twin waterbed. It's not like a twin bed where you got no like it's a little bit bigger. Yeah, but it's it's, it's twin size. Like you would put a twin sheet on it. No, you have to put a special waterbed sheet on it. A special waterbed twin? You know what's cool about our waterbed is we yes, had... It runs a little bit bigger. It's like a double twin. Yeah, it does run a little bit bigger. What was cool about the waterbeds, though, is you had the rails, and because you had some pliability, you could put like a bottle of scotch right there in between. Right. You could peel that fucker back and hide your dope under there yeah. so your parents couldn't find it. I want a waterbed. I just sold ten of them. <laughs> you... Whoever heard that? They're like, I gotta have my dope under there. Yeah, waterbed bargains. Oh, but with so and we had the ones with the drawers under, like the, the drawers that would like. Yep, yep. Yeah, I was, had that. It was yep. a beast. All right, go ahead. Tell us about nineteen eighty nine. I was just mentioning well, that we covered eighty nine. Yeah. Okay, we're on episode ninety. Okay, we're moving on. We're moving up. Bobby Brown was uh, big in nineteen eighty nine. I, I believe you. Every little step he took. You know what else was big? Crack cocaine. Yeah. That was big in 1980. That's, uh, that's a good segue you just made there from Bobby Brown to crack cocaine. Yeah, it's funny yeah. how that Seems kinda... like an easy one, frankly. That you've easy uh, segue? you've yeah. seen the clip of Bobby Brown dancing at the VMAs and the cocaine fell out of his pocket. Yes. And oh. he had to dance over to pick it up off the stage. Because <laughs> well, he doesn't want to lose that. Right. That tooth. He's going to need that. All right. So here's a little bit of listener roundup. Oh, listener round. Like the weed killer? So, (laughs) sort of. Our podcast is the weed killer of listeners. Yeah, I bet it is. Stitchers, all right? How many stitch bitches? Still zero? zero. Talk about the stitch bitches. Uh, To to put it mildly, yes, there's been uh, no listens, uh, no completion rate. Are Uh, you sure they're posting? Yeah, because yeah, you said you listened that entire... I listened to one whole episode once. It's and still, it still said zero. Still said okay, zero. I'm going to make a plea. But it, it, I, it's also in under my own login, right? So. Okay, I'm going to make a plea to everybody out there. Who out there is a social media influencer? Please, let's work together. We'll give you a cut of whatever we make. Put Deal. us over. Deal. So there you have so it. So you agree with that. So Skyler's Traber, sure. are you in? 
Squealer Trade. Hey, you know who we saw Friday for the first time in at Monica. least a year? Yeah, Monica. Yeah, I, uh, don't, I don't get to go up there. So. How, how do you know that? Because she posted this. All right. Oh. Okay. So, Spotify. Yeah. All time. All time stats. Back of the baseball card. Okay, yep, yep. little Alan Trammell action. 120 starts. Okay. 99 streams. Okay. Yep. 16 listeners. All right. Well, that's... Between that's... June 11th and June 17th, people started episode 88 twice. Okay. Hey. So, our spot sluts... Yep. We have to get an influencer. We just need it. We have to embrace the times. We have to get with the millennials. They get this shit. And Gen Zers. Technically, I'm a millennial. Well, then you should be on this. I've got an old soul. Yeah, me too. And an old soul of my shoe. I got an old body. It hurts. Well, I got that too. So what do we got in, uh, coming up here? Well, we should go to the... Oh, yeah, let's talk about what we got coming up in July-ish. I, we, I've got Legacy on July 4th. I've got a BCW show in July. I've got one coming up tomorrow, but it won't be tomorrow by the time you hear this, so it's not really worth discussing. Um, I'll be uh, for ACW Willie Beeman's July 25th in Nina. Willie Beeman? Quarterback from yes, any given it, Sunday? It's a very good rib joint that's having an outdoor show for ACW. Okay. All right. July 25th. Uh, Riverfest for our CCW. I, I, won't, I will not be present. Same. When is uh, that? July 3rd. 3rd. July 3rd. Um, July 4th is Legacy. July 4th is Legacy. Oh, July 3rd. I'll be at BCW in Franklin for their Franklin Civic Ceremony. July 17th, I'll be working in Elizabeth, Illinois at the uh, Elizabeth Fair. So Elizabeth. Elizabeth, duh. So right. I think that's what, we, what I got coming up in July. Okay. That's a okay. strong month, you know, working, working for the man. Mm. Mm. All right. Let's go to some questions. <laughs> no, we should, because I got nothing. Yeah. I turned down the bookings I was offered in July because my work schedule is shit right now. Yeah. All right, so starting from June 5th, so that tells you about how long it's been since we've recorded. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it was a rough Your work schedule is being what they are. but So, so June 5th was a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, a couple, the week before last. Yeah. And we have a couple questions here from Shiler Trever from Toledo. Will he? Well, <laughs> we're gonna be in Ohio to see him perhaps in October. For, Will the, he murder us? He, no, he wants to come. He, he is a closeted. Well, I guess not anymore. Bengal fan? Not after you say this. Yeah. Why would he be a Bengal fan? Why would anybody be a man? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Because they're whores. So wait, so like we're going to have to sit. <laughs> so wait a minute. So we got to sit with somebody who whose team is likely going to beat the Aaron Rodgers Packers. Well, I think he also likes the Packers. It's kind of like my thing with the Browns. Okay. Where I like the Browns and the Packers. Okay. I also like the Chiefs now. I like the we Chiefs. Went to their I, I actually, Aaron and I always were Chiefs fans, but obviously <laughs> Packers first. Because that Chiefs game was balling. Yeah, especially, especially their parking situation. And Mr. Moore. Knocking on the door. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so on the 5th, so the upcoming uh, Tuesday, when Aaron Rodgers didn't show up, mm-hmm. 
did that mean anything? Yeah, it meant that he didn't want to be at training camp. But here's the thing about Aaron Rodgers. He does not want to be a Packer. I believe that. Now, I also believe that they might be able to smooth this over somehow, some way. But, again, I think we talked about this at the last show. That we did. If the Packers don't think he's going to play, I think, for them, I think it's foolish to play hardball and force him to sit out and find him, trade him and get something for him. And the longer you wait to trade him, the harder it is to get back a full return because the closer you get to the start of the season, you want your quarterback ingrained into your offense. Mm-hmm. So I think the front office, whether you blame the front office or you blame Aaron Rodgers for this debacle, you have to blame the front office for not trying to act more swiftly to try to end this thing and move on with whatever direction we're If they were going to trade him, he'd be gone by now. Right. That's well, what I'm saying. Here's the thing, though. <clears throat> he would have missed that anyway. They would have let him miss that. Mm-hmm. Brett Favre used to pull that like every year towards the end of his career. What I don't like... Every I, year for at least five years. In the beginning of this, I was all in the corner of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Right, but... And I don't like that. Some of the games are kind of stupid. Like You're still the, in the corner area. I don't like the passive aggressive stupid shit though. Like you know what? Just talk. Just I'm, fucking I'm, talk. Just talk. Say say your piece and don't do it through Pat McAfee and fucking James Jones. Just talk. I'd have a lot more respect for you in this situation if you just said something. I'd like to be in the corner while Aaron Rodgers is with Shailene Woodley. Just fapping? You guys ever fap? No. Okay. No. No. I'm a man. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. I've fondled. I've fondled. I've slapped. I've got a sock. I don't fap. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So my whole thing is, you're right, I think he would have figured out a way to not have to be there in the first place. But I just don't like, I don't like Mark Murphy calling him a complicated fella. I think both sides are acting like fucking children. Somebody just say something that's meaningful. I'll say something that's meaningful. Here we go. Are you ready for Hot take! Nine drafts. One offensive player in the first round, Mm -hmm. and it's a replacement for your quarterback. Mm -hmm. Defense consistently in the bottom defenses in the league. Mm -hmm. Not in the conference. Not in the division. In the league. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. That means you suck. It also means the guy before you sucked. But Murphy's been the president that whole time. Mm -hmm. Garbage. Okay? I side with Aaron Rodgers 100% in this thing still. They botched drafting the quarterback. Yeah. They botched... As far as we're not telling Aaron Rodgers anything. Yeah, of course. Hey, hey, we're going to pick this guy up. We're going to see what he's got. Worst comes to worst, we trade him. You're still our guy. Ten seconds on the phone, this whole thing is nothing. I I don't disagree with you, but... What? I said I doubt that. But why, if you're Aaron Rodgers, why don't you just come out and say it instead of beating around the bush? What do you have nothing to lose? You've got enough capital, uh, political and, and emotional capital. Just say it. Come out and say it. Like, just don't play. For, if nothing else, for the fans that do support you and that are in your corner, just come out and say something. I got a few points, okay? Bring them. Even if you axed Murphy, he would just come back as robo-president. Okay? 
Only if Red Foreman and, and a gang of toughs killed him. And they'd have to bring his wife in to touch his face, and they'd say, you know, he'd have to pretend... That was the remake. That's bullshit. That was Robocop 2. Oh, is that the one where Robocop had to save his breakdancing studio? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, but... From Shooter McGavin. Yeah. In the end, alright, my boss doesn't... I get it's a respect thing, to an extent. But in... My boss doesn't need to tell me who they're going to hire. It's not the same. My boss doesn't need to tell me who they're recruiting. It's not the same. I don't get asked at a wrestling company who they're booking, who's probably going to take my spot because I'll be banned. But we're not Aaron Rodgers, okay? We're You're not... talking about a three-time MVP. Yeah. The only guy that's won you a fucking Super Bowl in the last 20 years. I got a guy I work with who said this to me when this whole story goes, yeah, I mean... You know, he's making this kind of money. He should just go and play. He doesn't deserve any special treatment. I don't get any special treatment. Like, yes, because TV networks don't spend $30 billion to watch you do your fucking job. Well, introduce me to the president of NBC, Brandon Tartikoff. Dead. Long dead. Oh. Uh, who's running NBC? I, I know we Dick were Ebersole. <laughs> I know we were talking about 1989. <laughs> but it isn't. Like, we didn't time work. Alright, well, somebody get me Harvey Weinstein. Uh, he might be... Uh, the Department of Justice. He, might be, he might be getting forced to drink boiling sugar water. I'll no. be a star tomorrow. Do you know why you would, when you want to burn somebody, you, you, you put sugar in the boiling water? You know that. Right? I do not. Okay, so, the only reason I know this is I was reading a story while I was in the shitter one day about somebody go, getting charged for murder for pouring boiling sugar water on somebody and a guy ended up dying. Okay. The sugar water coagulates and it makes like a gelatin. Okay. So when you pour it on you, like if I poured water on you right now, it would roll off of you. Yep. This sticks and it makes a more intense burn, right? But it didn't explain that in the story, so I had to go further down a rabbit hole to figure out why sugar was added to this water and why that was an important part of the story. And in doing so, I read about a guy who was in prison and his fellow inmates forced him to drink boiling sugar water. Mm. So, so later, he's trolling the railroads looking for a hobo. <laughs> right. With a, right. With Bunsen burners and a pot. Yes. And a five-pound bag of sugar. A, a metal <laughs> pot, yes. All right. So is he playing this year for the pack? Let's just, I'm still going to say yes. I'm holding out hope. I'm saying yes. But this is it. I, I'm going to say no because it's I... It's not it because he still has another year on the contract. Yeah. Two, actually. I think the answer is no because I think he's just crazy and comfortable enough to sit out and be okay. And just be okay. And bang Charlene Woodley while I'm in, in Hawaii the on the cliff. On the, on the mouth of a volcano. What is that? Is that a playing card inside of a bicycle spoke? Why are, why are you saying this word? What word? This this fap word. What's wrong? Is that the sound it makes when you beat off because your balls are so huge you're constantly hitting them like a speed bag? <laughs> you know, I don't think that's... The, the, My son's balls are huge. I don't think that's the same sound, though, because everybody says when somebody eats, the sound is nom, nom, nom. Who the fuck eats like that? Correct. Have you ever heard anybody Correct. nom when they eat? I mean, look at the balls on that kid. Have you ever heard anybody nom in Vietnam? Look at, look at this. I've seen them. 
I have seen your child's balls. They just I don't need to continue his to look balls at are resting themselves. Hey, just wait till he's fifty like when gravity takes right. over. My balls are like a window shade. You can like <laughs> pull them down and they slap back up. All I'm saying is that kid's got an angle on his dangle. Alright? You, you made that abundantly clear. I'm proud of he him. has the boil balls. Yes, he does. You don't get much up top, but you get a whole lot underneath. Are we going to the hizzy? The what? Oh, the hat's out, but... Oh, no, there's more queens. Uh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's cute. Jesus, Jesus yeah. Christ. Ooh. Why don't you just fucking make... No, I'll sit here quietly, and you point at me when you want me to say it. Make, make right. Schwaler Traber upset that we're more upset that I don't talk to him. Is this guy, is he is he going to murder people? I mean, he was in the military. He probably knows how to murder people. Oh, All right. Been more uneasy about the Cincinnati trip. Bushlight versus Keystone Light. Oh, well, Bushlight's got that new like strawberry lemonade Bushlight, don't they? Yeah, I think they have some. Weird I'm going to say like Bushlight. I, I do the Bush Light. I've had some Bush Light in my day. I've had some Coors Light. I prefer a Coors. Yeah, light. Coors Light's not bad. But uh, but if I'm going this low, I'm going Bush. What about you, Keystone? You Keystone guy? What do you remember most about? Keystone? Oh hey, uh, so that's both garbage, and I won't drink it. All right. What do you remember most about Keystone? The beer? Yeah. Nothing. Bitter beer face. Yes. Oh, the, bitter beer I face. do know bitter yeah. beer face. Are you going to make me point at you for the whole rest of the show? I am. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's going to be a short show. <laughs> you came at me pretty strong. I'm rubbing it in. <laughs> All right. So what's it's the not name? a visual medium. We're not on the camera. Maybe that's why we're not getting twatted. No, people don't want to see us. Look at us. <laughs> I don't want to see us. I'm only looking at two of us. We can bring some models in here. Well, I call up Banty. Nice. No. <laughs> <laughs> only if I'm selling gear. She's going to get married. Okay. Does that make her not a model anymore? No, it means you have to be nice. Why? You can't just call her. I were to come in here and then touch her boobs like it's 10 years ago at SWE. So let's not talk about that. That's problematic. <laughs> now you're coming at me real hard and now I can't say anything. Because I'm going to get me too'd. <laughs> Alright? Yeah, or me three'd. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, best live show you've seen, parentheses, wrestling. Like live in person. I would assume. I don't know. That's hard to answer. Um, like everybody's best is going to be something different. Like maybe it was the first time you went. Maybe it was the quality of the matches. Maybe it was the people you were with. Super uh, Brawl Two. It's not that good of a show. I watched it back. I was there. Yeah, was the the opener is great with yeah. Pillman and um, Liger. Yeah. And the main event of Sting and Luger is good. Yeah. But in between, there's not much. There's not much. Summer Sizzler at Wilson Park. Which year? Bam Bam. I wasn't at that. I would probably go Russell Fest, just as a nostalgia thing. Oh yeah, that was interesting. I was there for that. You think the best live show we've ever seen was the one in uh, Flint, Michigan? Wow, that was pretty good. Oh, Tennessee. 
<laughs> I mean, I saw. I went to WrestleMania 13, the only WrestleMania I went to, and it obviously had Hart and Austin. Yeah. But not much else. Yeah. Like, it was pretty shitty. Uh, it had uh, the LOD and Ahmed Johnson. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Versus Ooh. the Nation of Domination. Oh. You saw Pearl River plunge on a, on a car. Yeah, I'm good. Was it on the car? I thought he did one on the tables on that one where he took uh, the, the... I thought he did it in the front. He took like the steps way. and set them up and then <laughs> Pearl River D-Lo through the, through the uh, table. Big T? Big T from Harlem Heat 2000? Hmm. Tell, tell Scott what you've been watching. I've been watching WCW Saturday Night from 1993. I said we should all start watching WCW Saturday Night from 1993. Yeah. Because that would be great on the show. They're and, the original episodes. And he shat on it. They still have commercials on them. Yeah. I just want to lay this tag team match on you. Tell me what you think. Uh-huh. The Junkyard Dog and Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Versus Paul Orndorff and Dirty Dick Slater in 1993. So Nightheart was in WCW. In 1993, I remember that. It had to be the run. He bounces back in between the New Foundation, and when he came back in '94 to try to help. No, he came back as himself. Uh, remember, it was on the pay-per-view where he attacked Bret Hart on Owen's behalf, and then the Bulldog also jumped out of the crowd. Like, they both oh, came yeah, back yeah, at the yeah, same yeah, time. Yeah, I just don't remember the run in WCW. It couldn't have been very long. It probably wasn't. It wasn't very noteworthy. A Jim Neidhart run anywhere is not very long. Also, the amazing feud of Max Payne and Johnny B. Bad has been playing out. What commercials? Is there a Jim Croce's Greatest Hits commercial in there? There's a Hank Williams Jr. Greatest Hits because it's TBS. Oh, man. So, have you ever tried to make love to Jim Croce's music? Because I have a story for you. Okay, all right. Go ahead. Okay. So we're off the rails. Anyway. So there was this girl that I knew. This this story took place what about kind fifteen of a years ago. Did she no, no, no. <laughs> story right. took place about fifteen years ago. It was a somebody I knew from high school, but we were obviously not in high school. And I had had a thing for her for a long time, and we ended up hanging out at a bar. And we went back to her place in in McGuanago. McGuanago. Yeah, and we were up in her house, and she wanted to set the mood, so she played Jim Croce's greatest hits. <laughs> so like, um. It's hard to get into the mood to time in a bottle. <laughs> so, I just... Yeah. 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 We don't own time in a bottle. <laughs> or the slurping noise is over it. Right. Like, can you imagine how hard this would be? Hey, it ain't any easier to bang to Bad Leroy Brown. That motherfucker, that's an up-tempo. Well, that is. Well, I mean, at least she was telling you the kind of speed she was looking for. I guess. Slow, steady, reliable, smooth. I would have rather preferred Gordon Lightfoot. (laughs) I don't know. My Gordon Lightfoot is deaf. Tags with just Jake. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Moonlights as a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two on the nose. 
don't so know. why do you not? Why do you think we shouldn't watch the '93 WCW stuff? Well, but here's the thing. He said that would be terrible, and then he went home and he started doing it on his own. Of his own well, volition. I think as a podcast, it would be terrible. Oh, I see. Of us sitting... Imagine us sitting there watching Paul Orndorff and who? Dick Slater. Okay. I do think, Dick. though, that once every four shows or so, we should do a watch-along to something. Like Ice Train. You, you found that video? Because, <laughs> you know, like, find something, whether it's a good show or a bad show. New Jack City. The movie? Yeah. Cancel the bitch. <laughs> By the way, I, in that movie, I realized how long Chris Rock's fingers were when he was trying to light up that that <laughs> crack pipe, and he looked like what's the guy from Lord of, Lord e. of the Rings? E. Well, no, uh, Gollum. Yeah, he looked like Gollum with those fingers. I don't have a good answer for the the best live show I've seen. Oh, why don't you pick one of those Ring of Honor shows you slept through? No, I slept through an IWA Mid-South oh, show because it was 12 hours You know long. what? That might be it. And I don't even remember the title of the show. I went to see a Ring of Honor show years ago, probably mm-hmm. 10, 15, 15 years ago, down at, with Armani down in Chicago. Yeah. And Aries took on uh, Kenta. That was probably a pretty solid match. It man. was a great match. The Kyle O'Reilly, AJ Styles show was probably was pretty up there for me. That was a pretty good match. Yeah, you, probably that show. That's the only one that so comes. The night to mind. I yelled at dudes. Well, you're, you yelled at a lot of dudes. Crowd dudes. Oh, for standing like in the middle of the. No, they threw that streamer in the mid match, and then security came and tried to blame us. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, I think it is. Because we also went to the show that they brought Joe back for his little tour to get in shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the whole rest of that show was like people they were just trying out. We also, one of those shows, we saw a real good match between Caleb and uh, Silas Young and... uh, Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. That was when I actually first realized Adam Cole was real good. Yeah. Um, And there was a weird four-way on one of the shows that had... Kevin Steen and a bunch of Michael Elgin I think was also in that match okay I mean there was some solid probably an odd Briscoe brother something yeah maybe Um, the ones in Chicago that were pretty good I saw one of the Joe Punk matches I I saw I don't know what else I saw though that's the only one that comes to mind Brian I saw Brian Danielson in somebody yeah well, see, and that's the same thing. So the show I was at, I remember Brian Danielson was there. I remember Cesaro was there as uh, Claudio. Claudio Castanoaga. It was a, <laughs> too. It was a great show. The, the Swiss, Swiss Venezuelan. Yeah. <laughs> Claudio Castanoaga. <laughs> yeah. It's a good, good shortstop. Yeah. You couldn't hit for power. Batting sixth. Eighth. <laughs> Hitting a robust two eleven, so I oh, mean, you'd be hand cleanup for the brewery. Right. I enjoy wrestling shows where I can enjoy the wrestling, or or really enjoy the wrestling. Yes, the bad of it. I like go to shows where there's thirty eight minute promos. I like, and I, I start with first of all, they got to be either end of the spectrum. Show. So they they either have to be really really good sound wrestling shows with really good sound wrestling matches. Like Silas and Juice Robinson on that one Armani show. That was a yep. killer match. Yeah. Um, 
and the, or it's got to be the other end, which is Tennessee, or your REWF shows, or the one that we could have saw on Saturday, and mm. we missed out, and I'm sad. <laughs> so I can't have fun at just a normal indie show any longer. Right now. Watching it. That's not true. Watching it. Because we had fun at the one in Flint that Scott mentioned. We had a good time with that. We had a good time because nobody knew that we were workers and we could just fuck with people. For sure. Well, the last uh, Water Water City WrestleCon was a really good show. uh, um, Heath Slater made an appearance and then Hawkins and... uh, Understand he has kids. Yes. Um, Ryder and Hawkins, not using those names anymore, had a great six-man tag teaming with Joey Avalon against uh, Paul Brooks and uh, TW3. How's that guy doing? Joey Avalon. Joey Avalon's great. Yeah? Yeah. He's living a pretty good life? I would think so. Has he got any hobbies you're into? Um, Wrestling and baseball. Okay. That's cool. All right. Moving on. Vic. Yeah. Do you see yourself managing against your son? I suppose it's possible, but uh, it better be heel heel because that babyface manager is useless. You could be a valet. I could be. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think you should do heel heel, and I could be the manager to one of the managers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. And to break this off right. Oh, hang on. Thank you. He broke one off right. Thoughts on how the Bucks are doing against Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Well, they got a game seven on Wednesday, and uh, they played stupidly in a couple games, but it's still no secret that the league wants Brooklyn to win. So the league gets what they want. Last night, I saw my first Bucks game of the year because we were in a bar because it was hot and I didn't want to sit in the garage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're idiots. They play basketball like idiots. Mm-hmm. They were up 11. Mm-hmm. The, a very specific play. They were up 11. They got the defensive rebound. They were headed back down the court. There's like... 20 seconds left on the shot clock and the guy pulls up and shoots a three. What are you doing? Right. And in this series particularly, they have a huge height advantage down low. And they'll kill the, the Nets for the first half and then they'll go away from it. Like, what are you going away from it for? The other thing is, I can't fucking stand James Harden. I can't stand him. And Kyrie Irving doesn't bother me. Durant doesn't bother me. What's going on on top of Durant's head? Oh, he's getting the LeBron James. But Harden annoys the shit out of me with his stupid flops and his cockeyed falling down on his stupid jumpers. and I, man, I can't stand that I guy. have a bigger problem with Kevin Durant. Really? I do. Because he's a hypocrite. Okay. When he was in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. he bitched about LeBron putting together the super team mm-hmm. in Miami. Mm-hmm. And then he went right to Golden State and proved he's a fucking hypocrite. He- and now he's in Brooklyn. Being a fucking well, he may have pr- Brooklyn, two Brooklyn. things, two things in that. One, he did go to Golden State. Maybe in that case, he thought if you can't beat him, join him. I feel like when you make a public stand and cry about it, 
You can't do it. You've you've decided your yeah, fate. but you yeah. want a ring, like, right? You well, still want a ring. then maybe you fucking wait. You want a ring? He's only like what, like twenty eight, twenty nine. Uh, but let's the be top of his head. Is hang on, let's right. be honest. Oklahoma City, much like Milwaukee, will never be allowed to win a championship. Well, because the argument is, well, just build one there. You really need to understand how the NBA works and why the NBA is a work. I a believe giant that more work. in David Stern's time than I do now. Uh, still there. Are you kidding? Uh, Have you seen that fucking mega mind that runs up? That association. Let, let me let me give you an Adam example. Yeah. Let, let me give you an example. That's Two a years ago, supervillain. If ever I saw, they one. lost to Toronto, and that was fine. But there was two particular reps that throughout the whole season, the the Toronto Raptors were thirteen and zero. When those reps reffed. now what the fuck is that? Why? Okay. I mean, I doesn't that seem odd? It is quite to you. And, and the other thing is there's a great podcast, and, I, and I'm doing you a disservice. I will get the name of it. This is a teaser, so you listen next time. We're a, ma- we're a mafia a guy who ran numbers for the mafia. Talked about how you know the whole Tim Donahue thing was way deeper than Tim Donahue. Sure. Right? But what they would do is they knew how to bet based on who was repping those games. And he had, there was video evidence of a, a point spread was like five. You know, and all the money was on it to go five, to for five points, and this team was. Um, uh, I'm sorry, it was the other way. It was supposed to go under, and this team was trying to foul to keep the extend the game to get back in it. And there's three instances in a four second clip where somebody openly hacked somebody, and the and refs called it right because the money was on them that they wanted the spread to get covered. All right, so I have a question for you, and I'm not trying to be a shithead. Yeah. If you in your heart feel that the NBA is a work, mm-hmm. why do you still watch? Because it's entertaining, like wrestling. Okay. But Except when my team gets screwed. Well, your team is going to get screwed yeah, by your own it. admission. Yeah. So why watch it? I don't watch it a lot, but they got the best sports video game out there. Out of all of them. Blows everything else out of the water. I mean, I'm not like a FIFA guy or an NHL guy. Or wait, wait, they're 21 NBA K is good? Yeah, all the NBA basketball I mean, games are good. I, I used to like uh, MVP baseball. That was my I liked it. Uh, triple play, remember? Or triple play baseball? RBI. That was... Uh, or Hardball 94 for the Genesis. Yeah, that was great. Ken Hardball Ken 94, you can... Griffey Jr. baseball. You know what, is, I, I you had know, you know what was better, though? Atari baseball, where the three guys moved the Genesis. Oh, yeah. 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 That was... All right. Atari football was even worse. So is uh... so anyway. I think the Bucks are. Kareem said it best. This team, the way they play currently and the way they're constructed, even though they have three great players, they he just doesn't see them being built to win an NBA title. And like, he's probably right. His boot and holes are gone unless they win yes. the title. Yeah. Well, unless they get to the finals. Yes. After that fourth game, even if he loses, should have been yes. Gone. Do you think he keeps his job? The, well, as long as they don't get swept. Yes. Okay. But now there's a lot of coaches. I mean, now I'm starting to want Rick Carlisle to be the next Bucks coach. But right, Rick Carlisle's out there. I don't want Van Gundy. I'm sorry. Just well, don't. He's only he hasn't really done very well in his last couple stops. So I don't. Think well, I, I don't mean I mean Jeff Van Gundy. 
Uh, oh, Stan? Because yes. I'm pretty sure they got rid of Stan. They now. did. Stan got fired. I don't want Stan. But Jeff, he's been out of the... He's too comfortable he being in the booth. 60. Yeah, and he's too comfortable being in the booth. You can't take it. He's not going to have the passion to come back and grind with today's yeah, athletes. They pulled Steve Kerr out of the booth. Yeah, but Steve Kerr is not 60-something. True. You know what else is bullshit? Right, Dan Marley. I saw this last night, and I didn't know it was a thing. <laughs> They've got Giannis's brother on the team, and he's not good. Yeah. The Nassis, yeah. The Nassis, yeah. He's an energy guy. He's got guy. two brothers. One's on the Lakers. The Lakers signed one when they wanted to put, recruit. Yeah. Giannis, yeah, I don't know if he actually is still on the Lakers. I think they may have. I think they let him go after the after Giannis decided to not go there. It's all the ploy to keep him there. But yes, Thanasis is uh, the bench. He's way down. He was down. in the game last night. I've seen him. I believe it. He was in there over Bobby Portis, which I didn't know why that. That was. makes no sense. Fuck those bugs. Bobby Porter's, you know. So I guess my answer is the Nets win in seven. And that's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. As we are recording this in the past. Ooh. Ooh. What else you got? That's it from him. What do we got for time? Uh, We are at about 42 minutes. Well, good. We can jump into the hat. Jump into the hat. Maybe finish the hat off. What are we going to talk about when we finish the hat? Well, we're going to cover 1989, brother. Oh, that's right. And we'll, well have to I do mean, some... we'll be beyond. We'll be in the 90s. We'll have to do some watch-alongs. All right. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. If animals could talk, which would be the rudest? Oh, it's a cat. Just like a house Did cat? Did you see or... the way those fuckers look at you? Yeah. Yeah. The fucking guy hates your guts. He'd kill you if he could. I think it would be a camel. Camel looks like a dick. Well, and they spit at you. Camel looks like a dick. I think it'd probably be a monkey of some sort. Think so? You know, like a like a orangutan. You know, an orangutan. Yeah, I, yeah, maybe. But I could see camels. House cats, I think. Yeah, house cats don't really give a shit about you. They don't. So. They don't. What about a? What about a shark? I think a shark isn't rude. I think a shark is uh, just like, hey. So you think he's more like a sophisticated James Bond type villain? Like, no. Like he'd probably be like, hey, how's it going? I'm gonna fucking rip your throat out. Yeah, basically. A shark? Yeah. yeah. He would just swim around all day, going, "I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry." But that's all they do: swim around and eat. Yeah. You know what happens when a shark stops swimming, right? They die. No, Lil Wayne fucks it. Oh. That's right. a shame. There you go. Why would he do that? Wheezy. All right, here we go. Here we go. That was me trying to bring a little culture into our show. Because of how incredibly woke you are. He's in the ocean getting shark pussy. Shark pussy. All right. Get that thing open. This thing's incredibly hard to open. Imagine yeah. if I was trying to tell you who won the Academy Award just now. Here's a little insight into five minutes from now. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm uh, looking at the top grossing movies of 1989. There's some good, real good ones. Uh-huh. There's some real stinkers. I can't this wait. List. All right, here we go. And the winner is Meryl Streep. Oh. <laughs> um, what is the weirdest thing you've ever seen in someone's home? Okay. 
Someone's house. Weirdest thing. I'll start. Because I used to have to go into strangers' houses when I worked in the telecommunications Yeah, industry. so you saw a lot of shit. I've gone into a house to see a table full of money and guns. It's weird. Left with a cable box. I've seen... I've gone into a basement to see a... Sadly, see a dead animal chained to a post. A dog. Um... So that was pretty weird. I think the weirdest house I've ever been into is when I took a trip with you. Trip with me. Yes. Where I won't use names, but you may have been procuring something. Okay. And we went to this gentleman's house uh-huh. where he lived with his close friend and his wife. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And they had a console TV that was broken. Yes. With another TV on top, top of it. Yes, and very Alabama. Yep. And yep. the friend had his little gaming cubicle oh, yeah. right in their living room. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, and he came over and he opened a drawer and pulled off like a notebook sheet of weed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, I guess it's not the weirdest, like... In hindsight, it's the weirdest thing just because of everything that happened in that story. Yeah, yeah, it really took a turn. Do I know this person? You oh, do. I yeah. think I you bet do. I do. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Uh, story really took a turn. Yeah. Really a couple a different directions, actually. Like a lot of them, <laughs> right? Like a whole fucking hour of Jerry Springer. There was. My wife left me for my friend whom I let live in my house. Yep, there was that. Oh, and he was probably sleepy. There was yes, yes he was. Okay. Yes he was. There was the guy my wife left me for diddled my kid. I think that part of the show would be called Is My Boyfriend Banging My Daughter? <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, that one's on right after Is My Biological Father Banging Me, which <laughs> stars Scotty Hawk's daughter. Whoa! Oh, hell! Jesus. That is Jesus. Kept other names out, left that one Fucking in. Fucking guy said he was tired, not anymore, because he just kicked it in the nitro gear. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> you gotta... Oh, I got one oh, for you. All right. Uh, it's dog poop. Okay? Oh, well, and I don't mean like... Dogs poop, man. I don't mean like the fucking dog didn't go out one time. I mean like... One the, time. The dog didn't go out. Two times. So like, you'd walk in the house layout, you'd walk into the kitchen, and you could either go to the left and there was an upstairs, or you could go right and you would walk into a dining room and then a living room. And one night I was standing off to the side between the two rooms because there's no wall separating the rooms. And I happened to look to my left and I said, oh man, that's dog poop. That dog poop's got mold on it. That dog poop, there's more dog poop. Oh wait, there's no, you remember in Eddie Murphy Delirious where his dad is drunk yeah. And he's describing how the dog poops in the house and so much it's like furniture and he can set his drink yes, on it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very similar situation. Yikes. Very similar situation. But I want to relate to you the story that my friend Todd told me. Okay. As Todd is a journeyman plumber. Okay. 
Todd was dispatched to an old lady's house for a non-working toilet. When he got there, the toilet was full of poop. Well, that will happen. How long had the toilet not been working? Like a year. Oh, mm. God. And next to the toilet... Oh, poop bucket. ...was a pile. Just a pile. As high as the back of the toilet. Oh, no. Of soiled toilet paper. Oh, man. And in the other room, a triple A show was happening. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> like, I would have had to just turn around and leave. There... Uh, Sorry, ma'am. There's nothing I can do for well, you. You have, you have filled it as high up with poop as it goes. <laughs> I suggest you burn it down for the insurance money. Oh, jeez. Well, come on, man. If you're a plumber, you know what's happening. That is above and beyond yeah, that's for excessive. anybody. Yeah. There's, there's trades. If you're getting into plumbing... You're gonna you like want, to touch shit? Is that, gonna go, is that where you're going? I didn't say you're liking to touch shit, but you're going to touch shit on a daily basis. Let's just clear that up. In most cases, you're not because there's this tool called the snake that you can run Yeah, down. you run it through, yeah. Yes. The yep. union of the snake. Is that a David Coverdale album? Duran Duran. You can put gloves on. You can fucking work that snake. You get a little poop on the glove, but you're done, right? Not in this case. You're not snaking through fucking ten pounds of human shit sitting in no. a toilet. Yeah, what did he do? Like, what's the what's the solution? Why do you? I don't even remember because the lead up to the story. It's a cherry bomb. <laughs> I assume he would do something like turn the water off, mm-hmm. which, by the way, probably meant he had to move all that shitty toilet paper first. Mm-hmm. Remove the toilet. Remove the toilet. And try to get something underneath it so, like, you can stop that poop from falling out of there. Mm-hmm. Should it, you know, yeah. take it outside, throw it away, and then run the snake down the pipe and hope you can get that poop to move. And this is really the kind of conversation that brings women into listening. And it's setting a record for how many times someone has said poop on this. I will say this like, you talked about how you started noticing the dog poop and then you started noticing it everywhere. I remember me and my buddy Andy were in Hollywood in like 94 and we went to this like pizza, this hole in the wall pizza place, right? And we decided to eat the pizza there and we're sitting there, sitting at this table, booth. And we've been there a couple minutes. All of a sudden I look over in the ledge and there's a fucking giant cockroach. And as soon as I saw that, I started looking around and there were dozens of them. Okay. I'm glad there were dozens of them. First, I was just going to ask, are you sure it wasn't Danny DeVito? Well, <laughs> Hey, I like pizza. How are you doing? Harley Hellcat <laughs> describes to Scott Jason Masters planning his match. Oh, no. <laughs> you got it in you tonight? Harley Hellcat Best describes to Scott how Jason Masters plans his match. All right. Scott. Scott. I was I was just in the back. I was just in the back. Oh man. I heard Jay. I heard I heard Jason Masters. He was he was talking to Just Jake. He was talking to Just Jake about their match. And he said he said, Whew. He said he said he's gonna give him a little 
Bump, 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 bump. Little heat, 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 heat. Oh my God, I'm getting dizzy. Oh, do you got a pizza or a Coke or something? A little, a little so, 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 so. And then, and then, and then they do a comeback. And they take it home. It's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Bump, 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 bump. Whoo, whoo. Water, Tic Tac, something. Eat, 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 eat. So, 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 so. Come back. Dang it all. I gotta go lay down. In the middle of the ring. Like always. One, two, three. One, two, three. No, I'm only gonna get pinned once. But, but, but I don't know if you heard me say. One, two, three. <laughs> you, I'm sure we've told it in our 90 glorious episodes, or almost 90 glorious episodes. But I did tell you the Hellcat story when he was in a six-man tag match that involved Angel Armani. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And me. Yeah. Lucky and me. And me. Lucky right. us. Yeah. I mean, we're we're a little long, but I feel like we have to hear the top movies of 1989. The top 20 grossing movies. The movies that made the most money. In 1989. In 1989. Starting at number 20, it's a horror movie that nobody in this room, I would bet, has seen. Hellraiser 2. Nope. Okay. Shocker. Oh, I remember it, but I never saw it. Number 19 is a Patrick Swayze vehicle. Roadhouse. Nope. Uh, Point Blank. Nope. It also stars a young Liam Neeson. Or if Buck was here, Liam Nielsen. (laughs) I don't know. Next of Kin. Oh, Oh, yeah. Number 18 is a Michael Douglas film. Well, Street Japan. The name of the film is Japan. No, or it takes place. It's in a uh, theme. Um, Japan. Gung Ho. Little Tokyo. Black Rain. Uh, I don't Andy know. Garcia is this. Number seventeen is a, I believe, a Tom Selleck vehicle. Come on. I'm not even gonna. Nope. I'm sorry. No wait. Come on. Um. Homer Emma Thompson. Paul Schofield. Oh, or, anyway, yeah. her alibi. Oh, I wouldn't. Have okay. What was it? Her That's alibi. what it's called. Her alibi. Yeah. Well, what was it? That Tom Selleck's not in it. <laughs> okay. Uh, number sixteen is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Die Hard. One of Santa's reindeers, not named Rudolph. Blitzen. Donner. Prancer. Oh. Prancer. Number 15 is a family comedy. Clearly I was doing a lot of fucking with my new one. And I'm not... I don't know any of the stars in it. It's called The Three Fugitives. Oh, uh, Nick Nick Nolte's in that. And Martin Short. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Martin. Uh, Number 14 is a sequel, and it's... uh, (laughs) It's okay. The Fly 2? Yes. Oh, uh, number 13 is a Chevy Chase vehicle. Fletch. Fletch lives. Two. Fletch lives. <laughs> the Fletch 2, Fletch lives. Uh, number 12 is a James Bond movie. Oh, that wasn't uh, that was, This was Dalton, right? It is. Oh, fuck. I don't know. What the, the double agent who fucked you. Close. License to kill. Okay. 
Uh, number 11 is Tom Hanks and a dog. K9? Okay. No, no, wait. Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch. Jim Belushi. Uh, num- I can see how you confuse Number that. 10 is John Candy as a uncle. Uncle Buck. Yeah. Wow, that <laughs> Number nine is another Michael Douglas vehicle, wow. also starring Kathleen Turner and Danny DeVito, and it's not the one uh, you're thinking of. Oh, I know the uh, the War of the Roses. Yes. yes. Number eight, if you build it, they will come. Feel the dreams. Yeah, that's, that's Number seven, they used to call him Crazy Joe. Now they call him Batman. Okay, it's Batman. No. That came out in 1989. It's Lean on Me with Morgan Freeman. Oh, That's oh, one of his lines. Oh, yes. Batman. Number seven is Fubar. Is that the clue? or the? That's the clue. It's Fucked up. So it's going to be like a platoon? Is it platoon? No. Well, it, am I in the right vein? It's a war uh, film? It's not a war film. It has Kurt Russell in it. Big Trouble in Little China. It also has Sylvester Stallone. Oh, Tango and Cash. Yeah, high five. Uh, Next is a lady film. Thank you. Uh, My Vagina. It's uh, Metal Flowers. Steel Magnolia. Steel Magnolia. There we go. Uh, What a game we're playing. Next is... He's getting too old for this shit again. Oh, Lethal Weapon 2. Yes. Was it 2 in 89? 2, yep. Diplomatic Immunity all day long. John Travolta and Kirstie Alley have a child. Uh, Look look who's who's talking. talking. Yep. Steve Martin has a gang of kids. uh, Parenthood? Parenthood. Yes, Parenthood. Really? Uh, Rick Moranis has small children. Uh, Honey, Honey, I Shrunk shrunk the the kids. Kids. Dustin Hoffman is retarded. Rain Man. (laughs) (laughs) That's not quite accurate. Um, What is that, number two? Bill Murray drives the Statue of Liberty. Uh, Ghostbusters 2. Robin Williams is a teacher. Uh, Dead Poets Society. Yep. Yep. And uh, wait till they get a load of him. Batman. Yes, sir. Bob Gunn. Bob Gunn. Bob Gunn. Well, that was a stunning 89. We yeah. covered a lot of territory, and we talked about poop. Poop and... Uh, <laughs> we did say poop So a lot. once again, all of you influencers out, influencers out there on social media... We're giving you some gold. Yeah, here. you can't miss out on this golden opportunity. Take tell it. people about our show, and also tell people about Harley Hellcat so they get some of the bits. Yes. And please, please tell them to give us questions, because... Otherwise, I write them. Here's the deal. If you get more listeners, I will write a manual so you understand all the inside shit. Yeah, so we got some stuff. Be... We've got characters that recur. And, uh, hey, and if you're a lady who gets us listeners, our friend will put his dick on your leg. Which one? The one of us that can? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. What, what about balls? Because <laughs> nobody wants balls. Window shades. I can drape <laughs> some balls. Nobody wants balls thigh. hung on their leg by well, the chimney with care. Well, for Vic Ross and that's, for Jack that's Spade, that's him. Scott Wood was Newski Williams. Williams was Newski. You can call me whatever you want. 
Just don't call me late for dinner, but call me a lot because that means you're yeah. listening to the show. In fact, I'll give you my personal number if you start, if we get to <laughs> X amount of listeners. Yeah, let's get some pussy music playing up in here. Oh, right? not this. X is going to give it to him. Oh, there we go. <laughs> what are some other hits from the crotch? Uh, well, there's. I'm trying to figure out which one this one is. He has another song that sounds exactly like this. What's what are some of the greatest hits? Ugh. Oh, it's uh, don't mess with Jim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And time in a bottle, and that's about it. Now there's another one that was really. But you don't mess around with Jim. Yeah. What's another slow one? Let's operator. See. Yeah. Get us. Let's let's send us out to operator. We don't own this hit. Also, we're using the term hip loosely. Scott got laid to this one. <laughs> Good night, everybody. If I could get blown the time of the bottom of it. Did you 